<laughs> so welcome to my Holy Ghost Downloads podcast. I am very super excited today to have a special guest. And I want to welcome Beth Runkle to Holy Ghost Downloads. We're just going to have a casual conversation um, about some things that we believe that the Holy Spirit wants us to share with you all on today. My hope through Holy Ghost Downloads is that it will inspire and encourage primarily women, but we don't exclude the men, with my with our personal experiences and God's word to be what the Lord has created us to be. All right. So, Beth, would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. And thank you for the opportunity to be a guest. Um, so my husband was in the military for 25 years, um, and I was married to him during that time. Um, we now serve in full-time ministry to the military or with a ministry called Crew Military. It's a part of Campus Crusade for Christ. And uh, our journey is unique in that neither one of us were believers when we first got married, um, and my husband the first several years that he was serving in the military. Um, we came to Christ um, because some other airmen um, invited us to a Bible study and we saw our need uh, for a savior, but it dramatically transformed our marriage. Um, I began our marriage not knowing what to expect, um, being a military spouse, um, really knowing nothing to expect. Um, and I actually praise God for that because I don't think I would have agreed to marry my husband if I would have known what I was signing up for. And I'm very happily married. Um, but in the beginning, I would describe myself as bitter, selfish, and reluctant. Um, and then coming to Christ really transformed our marriage. Um, we saw um, the biblical blueprint for marriage and a lot of concepts uh, that we learned at a family life conference, which is also a ministry of crew. Um, but it also, God worked in my heart to transform me from uh, being so self-consumed and having a pity party for myself um, to recognizing that if God in his sovereignty had ordained for me to marry this military man, that I too was called um, to serve the military as we traveled around. And we really began to see ourselves as missionaries who just happened to be uh, being moved around by the military. Uh, so that's me in a nutshell. Oh, wow. That's an amazing story. Now, right now I'm in a, a series called Ignite um, and, and uh, Enlighten, Catching Spiritual Waves of God's Healing and Healing Rain. And many times we think of healing as just physical. Um, yes. But Lord is waiting to shower us with his healing rain, which brings us life, blessings, and, and provision. So for you, you know, being married is a challenge anyway. And being a military wife, I believe, is an even greater challenge. And you mentioned that you know, there were, you just, you acknowledged that there was a bitterness. How did God actually kind of speak to you to say, look within yourself? Whereas many times, I know we have, might have a tendency to say, well, God, you need to fix him 
because obviously this is not something that is in me but you said that you acknowledged that you were were bitter was it the circumstances was it the situation that you were in i mean what was it that god showed you well um i think first of all just understand a little bit of contextualization for your audience that might not be military so uh, we got married we moved three times our first year of marriage um, and then we finally showed up to that location that we got to stay for a whole two years um, and he deployed um, right after we unpacked our stuff and then um, you know he was just gone he deployed uh, four times during that assignment um, so I just found myself kind of like what have I gotten myself into like what you know what is this what is this life I had been very career oriented um, and was just you know looking out for number one um, and just really feeling sorry for myself um, we also had all kinds of you know when that when the guys are deployed the guys or girls depending upon who serves um, Murphy's Law is a real thing um, everything's gonna break your car's gonna break something's gonna break on your house um, so I had all kinds of that's another story um, but I had many dramatic things happen um, but when we we moved again um, and that's where we were introduced to that Bible study um, and you know I just think for the first time I saw myself as a sinner I had not really seen that previously um, I think my standard it was not biblical at all um, but I kind of thought as long as I did more good than bad then I would was okay and my standard was like be a good person um, you know, which kind of was like, if I'm not an axe murderer, you know, I'm okay. Yeah. Um, but it was really at, so I began really studying God's word and, you know, God began to work on my heart. Um, but also it was at that marriage conference, they talked about, uh, roles and the importance of respecting your husband. Um, and that was probably the most convicting because I realized um, you know, my constant disapproval of the military um, and, you know, my husband as the provider, um, even though I did have a career, but, you know, his he was supposed to be the leader of our family and our provider. And I just putting down the military all the time was also, you know, communicating disrespect towards him. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just saw that, you know, we had been trying to do marriage um, you know, 50-50, like a contractual relationship, and that's not biblical. You know, I really believe marriage should be 100-100. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we respond to our spouse lovingly and respectfully, not as a response really to them and what they've done, but as a way um, to just communicate our love and respect and appreciation to the Lord. Um, so even if my husband didn't respond lovingly to me, I was still to respond respectfully to him because that's what the Lord called me to. So it was a shift instead of, um, you know, this is what, this is what you deserve. It was just, this is what I'm called to do. And I do have to say, I mean, my husband was certainly not perfect, but he is a really good man. And once he got Christ, he became exceptionally, um, you know, he's just very sacrificial, um, but I also realized that I was trying to be the spiritual leader and that wasn't my role. And I think um, I was nagging him about 
you know, spiritual practices um, and things that I thought he should do. And the Lord, you know, spoke to me that I was getting in the way of the Holy Spirit in his life because I was being more nagging and annoying. Um, and I just needed to be quiet and, and pray and worry about my own walk. I mean, so none of this was overnight, right? It was a process. Um, but I, I changed my worldview from, you know, what the world tells you, which is it's all about you and you deserve and, um, to, you know, really what was God calling me to do? Um, and I think, you know, I really, one of my favorite verses is Romans 12 too, right? Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, then you will be able to taste and approve what is God's perfect will. Uh, so I I realized the power of being in the word and how it was renewing me and really just transforming me. And I truly believe there was a spiritual healing that happened in me. Um, and, and that began with humility of even recognizing that I needed a savior. That is an amazing story. And there, there was so much, so many golden nuggets in what you were saying, because I don't think, you know, we realize that we have a commitment to Christ, you know, and in our relationships that comes first and if we put that first um and his love for us and our love for him it makes us appreciate and love people as god loves us mm -hmm. and and we just have that responsibility and we can't really throw stones at the person um we really have to look in, inside of ourselves and and i too had a very similar situation because again you know Marriage is hard. I don't know if, if people really realize this. It's not trying to steer people away from marriage, but mm -hmm. it's 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 hard. But you know, God knew what He expected of us. You know, in the institution of marriage, and it's two people, like you said, a hundred percent, a hundred and a hundred, right. um, coming together and not expecting the other one to fulfill your other half. You have to come whole. Um, into a marriage relationship. So that's yeah, the there's an author that I like who's written uh, a good bit on marriage. Um, but one of the c comments that he made um, that I heard early on that really transformed my view of marriage was that he says, we go into marriage thinking that marriage is going to make us happy. Mm -hmm. um, but really marriage is about making us holy. Yes. Um, because in that relationship, the person you spend the most time with yes you end up seeing your own sin because you're just being you know you're not responding well to the other person and so it's about i mean our whole journey here on earth right is about being transformed to the image of jesus christ right mm -hmm. um, conforming more to his image and so i see my sin the most in my marriage relationship um but it's uh, it's about me being like jesus it's not about my happiness now I think when we do it God's way, we do get happiness and joy, but the focus is different. The focus is not what I can get out of this. It's what can I give and how can I just obey my Lord and serve him yes. in this relationship? And, you know, and I also believe like once we're married, that is our soulmate. And I don't mean um, S-O-U-L, I mean soul, S-O-L-E. Mm. Um, you know, once we are married, that's it. That is the person that we are meant to be with. 
that's extraordinary. So at what point did you decide that there would that one of your missions would be to help other military wives to understand because you lived it and you understood from whence you had come mm -hmm. and how you had grown. So what, when did you decide that, okay, I really need to kind of share this with other people because I, I know other women because I know what they're going through. Well, that was also a process. Um, so at this marriage conference that we went to, uh, one of the closing sessions, they kind of um, pitched an idea that you could take the concepts that you had learned, which we just were like, this is amazing. Um, and everybody we know needs to hear this. And they said, you can take these concepts back with you. And we have these small group studies um, that you can take. And so my husband and I were, were new believers at this point. And we're like, okay, we're going to do this. Um, and uh, we didn't even know what we didn't know. Um, we were not really qualified to start leading people in Bible studies, um, but we knew how to read and we knew how to tell time um, and we just had a heart for others. Um, so that's what we first started doing. Um, and really we did that, we moved 14 times oh um, and we did that in, in 12 out of 14 of those, uh, you know, after we came to Christ. Um, we just began um, inviting people to our house to engage in marriage ministry with us. Um, I don't think that we had this grand plan at that point. It was just, this is great stuff. And we know there's people around us that are hurting and need the hope and healing, um, you know, that's offered through Christ. And then also, um, I was just crazy about learning more about the scriptures uh, because once I began learning, I was like, this is amazing. The scriptures were coming alive to me. And I also realized like, I, I needed a group, a group of women to unpack this with. So I also started doing Bible studies in my home, um, most locations. So we would show up and um, meet another couple and ask them, did they want to come do marriage small group in our home? And then, you know, I would meet, I would often start with one woman. Hey, do you want to do Bible study with me on, you know, Monday nights or whatever? And the group always grew. And the, the blessing is that we were creating community for ourselves. Like we were cultivating it uh, from right when we showed up. So in the beginning, those first couple of moves, you know, I had about six months of loneliness. That wasn't happening anymore because right away we were inviting people to come do community with us. And if you're going to study the word with somebody, usually you're going to be more vulnerable. So we were making authentic relationships. Um, it really wasn't until um, I think about year 1819 of my husband's career that we really um, clearly knew that we were to continue serving um, in the military to continue impact lives for Christ and really um, we're just really um, fully engaged with this was our mission. Um, now, early on when we came to Christ, we actually um, had a a famous Bible teacher who we met and she told us, um, and we totally listened to her. Um, she told us, you guys are not just in the military. You are on mission for God. Um, and we really embraced that at that point. So that was very early on, you know, after we came to Christ, but I think putting all the pieces together and, you know, having just this vision, um, 
you know, didn't happen till about year 18 or 19. Um, and then my husband, he had always wanted to get out at year 20. Mm -hmm. Um, and in fact, in the beginning I was like, can you get out? He had a, he, he had a, I was like ready for him to get out way earlier. Um, and then when we sat down at year 18 or 19 and evaluated, we'd, we'd go to this, uh, summer camp every year where you would evaluate your last year. Um, and kind of set some goals for the next spiritual goals for the next year. We really saw that God was using us, um, really powerfully in the military space. And so even though we had always wanted to be done at 20, um, we really felt God was calling us to stay in. And so that's when it was like, okay, this is not about a job anymore or just serving your country. And we're very patriotic and we love to serve our country. It was like, this is really about being on mission and we're just going to stay as long as the Lord allows us, you know, to continue to see fruit from that. And so then those, those last, you know, six or seven years were really, um, we were all in, you know, with just engaging people and, you know, like we would show up at a base and, you know, um, we helped organize and bring a marriage conference to a really small base we were at um, in the middle of nowhere. Um, and 73 uh, couples attended this conference for marriages because um, marriage is hard, but military marriage is a little harder. Statistically, our divorce rate in military marriage is higher. Mm. Well, I can imagine, number one, you know, moving 14 times you know, it's, it's hard to keep your feet under you when that when that's a constant. But, you know, if, when you look back, when you look back now, OK, you said you were, you really kind of felt um, compelled in year 18 or 19. Mm -hmm. But when you look back now, do you feel that the Lord had been ordering your steps the whole time? Because you, we know his his timing is impeccable. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes we, we will. We will look back and say, hmm. Now I understand the route that he has brought me. Did, did, did you experience that or? Yeah, we definitely did. In fact, what we do now um, is really just an extension of what we were doing um, when my husband was on active duty. Um, we are engaged in marriage ministry, parenting ministry. We disciple cadets at the Air Force Academy um, and are engaged in the ministry there. Um, and then we also do a little bit of combat trauma healing. Um, so it was really just an extension of what we had been doing. Um, and I also lead women's Bible study at one of the local bases. Um, we just, you know, we didn't know that God was going to call us to be missionaries to the military. Um, but now when I look back on it, it's like, yeah, you know, God began with giving us a heart for military marriages and then, you know, just having us out of necessity a lot of times cultivating community and creating small groups where people could engage spiritually. And I think we just saw what knowing the Lord did for us. I mean, he dramatically transformed our life. I have very little hope that we would still be married had we not come to Christ. Um, yeah, so it makes total sense now, but that was, it wasn't like we got this vision from God and knew what God was. We were just following him one day at a time, one step at a time, one move at a time. And, you know, just trying to keep him at the center. Oh, that is amazing. Amazing. Now, I understand that you have, you are a published author, and I believe you have a new project, some new projects on the horizon that uh, you would like to share with us. 
Yeah, well, I would say I am a contracted author at this point. Um, oh, the book okay. will not come out until October. Um, so we still have a good bit of time. Um, the book is complete, um, but the, the publishing world is just slow. Um, and so it is a book written for military wives. Um, and it is a study based on the life of Sarah and Abraham. Um, and actually, I came to Christ in the pages of Genesis. That first Bible study that we were invited to um, was we began in the life of Sarah and Abraham in Genesis 12. And um, the gospel was clearly articulated to me. But also, one of the reasons I was so drawn to the word of God is I felt myself as seen by the Lord because the challenges that Sarah faced um, were incredibly similar to my life as a military wife. Um, when God told Sarah and Abraham to go to a land that I will show you, that was what we call in the military a permanent change of station or a move. Um, and I saw that right away. I also saw that Abraham went off to fight in combat mm -hmm. when he went to rescue his nephew Lot. He and his 318 men fought against four kings and all of their armies. And I imagined that Sarah was at home in the in the home tent. They were also moving and transitioning all the time. You know, if you look at the account, they went to Egypt, they went to Bethel, they went by the Oaks of the Marm, they went back to Egypt, they went back to Bethel. Um, so they were moving and transitioning only. Um, they were doing it with like camels and donkeys um, and setting up tents. I at least had moving vans and I did have base housing. Wow. Um, and then on top of that, um, I was struggling with infertility. I'm a, an infertile one, woman, except for the one time God opened my womb. Um, and Sarah also struggled with infertility. And so I, it, God became absolutely incredibly real to me um, because I was like, this is not a mistake that God would cause me to begin my very first study of the word of God in an account of someone who spoke to me. So um, I did not have a desire to write about this my whole life. Um, but now that I have, I've, I'm in seminary right now, I'm almost done. Um, it's been a four year journey and I've loved it, but it's been hard. Um, so it was really being in seminary that I was like, okay, you know, I could actually write something that would be um, specific to the struggles of the military life. All those years that I had Bible studies in my home, you know, we worked through Oh, probably 40 different workbook studies, mm. but there was never anything. And, and I loved that with the women. And we would always have a great conversation about just our shared, chaotic, crazy, not normal life as a military wife. Mm -hmm. um, but there was never anything written specifically for the military wife that deals with, you know, the constant change, um, you know, having to lower your expectations about what your spouse can do, you know, moving overseas, coming back, unpacking the transitions of your kids. Um, so I ended up writing a, a study um, based on Sarah and Abraham, and it's called Another Move God, 30 Encouragements to Embracing Your Life as a Military Wife. And so that embracing your life is really what God allowed me to do. And then it's just, you know, a challenge to the other military wives out there, you know, to get encouragement from the word of God, but also get behind their man and embrace this journey as an opportunity to influence people in your midst with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, and, you know, kind of, kind of quit the pity party. And I'm not going to say it's not hard. That's why I felt like a book needed to be written. Mm -hmm. It is hard. Yeah. Um, 
But if God calls us to do it, we can with his help. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. And when you when you when you see that you can speak life into other women, especially military wives, because number one, you know what they went through and you can encourage encourage them and say, the Lord brought me through and now he can bring you through. And it's, mm-hmm. and if you embrace that idea, you know, it could happen. Whereas, you know, I'm sure that loneliness or depression or hopelessness are all of those things that would just yes. you settle into. And now you have someone, not really an instruction manual, but someone that can come along and say, this is how God did it for me. Mm-hmm. And if he did it for me, he can do it for you. So, Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. That's amazing. The only other thing I'm doing is I've started a series on Instagram called Mill Wife Advice. And so I have a topic of the week um, and I'm just covering advice on how to how to navigate the crazy life of the military <laughs> wife. So um, and, you know, it's just I, I put out little reels um, and give, you know, links. I've also got another military spouse coming on with me once a week. Um, to share her perspective on that particular topic. I'm really just, I just want to help the other people that are struggling and, you know, point them to the ultimate hope giver, um, which is the Lord. Um, So if people wanted to just watch those, it's Beth Runkle. My name is R-U-N-K-L-E. So Beth.Runkle.Writes is my Instagram handle. And then I have a blog too, which I have a ton of content for military spouses out there. That's BethRunkle.com. Excellent. Well, we will make sure that we have your contact information and your social media links um, in the description of uh, this particular episode. I really, really appreciate you taking the time out to talk to us. I think this is, it's one of those things where when we look at, look back at, or look at how God's healing reign, no matter the situation, it could be physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, um, he's ready to rain on us. That's right. And um, just being able to share with others that he has rained on us and he can rain on them as well. So again, we do appreciate you coming to Holy Ghost Downloads and talking with us for a while. I, I really believe that, you know, the Holy Spirit doesn't do anything by accident. And just That's the right. fact that our our paths have crossed and he, the Lord has continued to order our steps that this was all purposeful um, in what God wanted to accomplish through both of us. So Amen. thank you so very much. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah. So we'll, um, for my Holy Ghost Downloads audience, I hope that you've been blessed by this Holy Ghost Download and that we've given you a little knowledge and a lot of inspiration and encouragement for you to live your life with guided by the Holy Spirit throughout this week and weeks to come. So subscribe to Holy Ghost Downloads, your ultimate source of divine inspiration. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Order Your Steps for snippets of encouragement throughout the week. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We hope that you'll come back and visit with us again and have an amazing week. And thanks again, Beth. Sure. Thank you.